Welcome to the Love Doctor live stream, where I, the Love Doctor, will be answering people's questions with my special guest panelists. These are questions about love, sex, and relationships, and thus this is considered to be of a more adult nature. These answers are for entertainment purposes only, but that doesn't stop it from occasionally being just good advice. Episode 57 of the Love Doctor live stream recorded Saturday, May 29th. 2021 and special guest Kaya Coco and Miss Kinky Karma. Enjoy. Jesus, where's my bottle? All right, hey, uh, we're live. Look at this. Uh, Kaya Coco is here. Miss Kinky Karma is here. Look at these lovely people. And I, I, it's Saturday, and we're doing the Love Doctor live stream. There's people tuning in. Welcome very much to the show. I am the Love Doctor. I have the fantastic uh, Miss Kinky uh, Miss Kinky Coco. What the fuck am I doing? This Ooh, is the time K's. K's are not a good thing. Makes that's a love child. That's what's. That's how it's gonna be named. It'd be a very pretty child. Yes, <laughs> a, a very, very pretty child. That's beautiful, <laughs> graceful, gorgeous, smiling, and happy. Beautiful. It is uh, the fantastic Miss Kinky Karma, the wonderful Kaya Coco. They are here. There's again. K is is very much. It's something we got to be careful with. Four K is okay. Three K is not so good. <laughs> I know. Uh, and the two racialized people, right? <laughs> Notice the irony. <laughs> it's okay because it's us. <laughs> yes. Yes. Welcome, everybody. Tell us where you're watching from. I'm about to pour a drink. Uh, we're not on Twitch uh, today because uh, we, we, we scaled back a little bit. Uh, so uh, we got Denny Leger is here with his little Hi. cat form. Uh, welcome, Marr. Denny. We're here. I'm pouring a drink. What, what are you two drinking tonight? I am on cider. So this is a Cidre La Croix. This is going to be rosé. And I have another one that is watermelon and basil that is waiting for me once my drink is done. Ooh. Watermelon and basil. That sounds... Cider. It's mm. it's weird. It's, I, it's... it's weird. That sounds it's yummy. Good. It's summer. Give me a pear cider. Those are good. So that was that was an interesting thing to have to drink. Welcome, welcome again, everybody uh, who's tuning in. We we have less people tuning in right away because we're not on a regular night. Plus, it's past nine o'clock and people can be outside. So there, yes, we we have some struggles. That's here. Uh, Daniel J says I'm watching from his bedroom in Montreal. Which, doesn't make it creepy at all. <laughs> no, it is, it is the best place to watch those types of shows. Pretty ladies, pretty men, uh, in a bedroom. I mean, it it does give to the imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't judge. I. I think I was just called pretty. Uh, there's. <laughs> look at me blush. There's. Aww. Oh, all right. I. Uh, we we have. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a show if I don't make you, you blush at least once when I'm here. Oh. <laughs> it's like. I, and I, I'm so, why, why is it that I'm so easy to make blush? Does, uh, do either of you have a theory on that? So why people are tuning in and, and they're, they're telling us where they're watching from and what they're drinking. Uh, what was that? You're Irish. 
I'm Irish. Oh, it's he's he's the blushy side of pale. That's what you're, he is. You're, yeah, I mean you're you're redhead, so I mean. Eh. So, uh, can't tell. I had my first uh, haircut Ooh. in a salon for over a year since like February 2020. Damn. Hmm. And I just, I just, excuse me. <laughs> Somehow got a mustache hair in there. It's. A, Sort of like I had been going down. It's like, uh, it's like are you right, sure uh, it was a mustache here? Pretty certain, unless it, uh, unless that flick flicked it forward, because uh, you know I've I've brushed my teeth several times since I've last had the pleasure of pleasuring. What? Wait, where? Hold it. There was just probably maybe a little too much details. Welcome everybody who's Hey, it's in. Saturday. We can. It's not a school night. <laughs> I thought the screen froze for a second. I was like, oh, shit. No, it did not. It just broke his brain. Four minutes in. It just froze my brain. All right. I just cracked his brain four minutes in. The brain, the brain is hacked. Uh, we, we have some questions. There's some. Oh, there's some questions lining up. By the way, Ooh. if you want to ask uh, any questions, you can either drop them into the chat, uh, and we will answer your questions about love, sex, and relationships. Or if you are feeling nervous, I need to update this just a second. If you're feeling nervous, you can always go to uh, slido.com or, or sli.do and enter the event code of TLD57 because this is the Love Doctor livestream number 57. So TLD, the Love Doctor 57, and that uh, will be allowing you to put in anonymous questions. And uh, since some, some people have already figured that out, we have some questions there. Are, do, you, do either of you two have any news to, to give out for this week? Do you? Well, I have gossip. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Gossip always smacks. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of gossip because gossip always sort of smacks of, of no, non-consent. It's fun gossip. And oh, the right. reason why I'm saying it's gossip, it's, well, um, there were talks. There are alleged talks between me and someone that is very, very dear to me that we might or might not do uh, some very interesting shows and very interesting concepts once everything reopens. Oh. So that is good mm. gossip. <laughs> now, so who is it? Where? What? Mm. We'll have to wait and, see. And, and the elevation into being a producer congratulations yeah <laughs> she seems less excited by that part no i'm right. more scared more than ex i'm excited i mean it's fun and i mean the part the person with whom I'm, in, I'm going to be is amazing as well she's done other amazing shows that i've performed in so yes you can actually do your math guys um but yeah it's a whole new uh it's a whole new challenge and i cannot wait i just hope we're able to like have our vision out and do what we want so fantastic and uh kaya kaya is also a producer so if you ever need producing advice you can go to the fantastic kaya coco oh uh, i will or i also <laughs> i need to cast you one day as long as it's physical, my friend, yeah. I am open for bookings. <laughs> yeah. Once it's possible to make it physical, it, it's mm. going to happen. <laughs> wait, Boom. All right. Wait, we've got a production connection has happened here, and we have <laughs> some questions. Let's take a look at what's uh, on the go. Of course, we start at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> all right. Do you need to ask for consent to spank someone? Uh, the person in the hot seat is the fantastic Miss Kinky Karma. 
Well, if you want to end up with an assault charge, I think it's a good idea to ask for consent first. Boom. I mean... The, sorry, you have more to add? No. No. <laughs> um, I agree with what Kinky said. Um, but, I mean, if let's say it's your partner and you've discussed it before and you've agreed that you don't have to ask it every time, then go ahead, I guess. But if that person says, okay, can you, like, maybe stop spanking me when we're at McDonald's? You should stop that, <laughs> you know? Or stop spanking me when we're in a church, you know? <laughs> why Why do no. I feel you're speaking from sorry, experience? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> As a this Catholic... My my ex goes to my ass in a in a church, and my uncle's right behind us too. So it just I I told him let's not do that again, please. Thank you. <laughs> my uncle already hates you. <laughs> All right, I, I you. Uh, there, there's there's obviously a lot of contextualization that should be there but no you never spank anyone unawares uh with without consent or at least a, a pre-discussion of some level which that is implied consent uh during the act like if you're if somebody's hidden from behind and they, they they bring a hand in and you don't like it then say say so right away like if you don't want it to ever, everything else to stop then don't let everything else stop. Just say, just don't spank me when you do that. You don't need to stop everything. Or if it's that much of a groundbreaker for you, or if they continue after you've said stop, then you stop all the activity. Uh, that's the take on that. But uh, spanking. All right. Spanking in a church. Look at see. Look at the size of that palm. Just I'm just. All right. I know. Not not. Uh, you know what. In a church, it could be the right buddies. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going. Only I'm if it's gonna... by. I've done worse than a church, priest. guys. I've done worse than a church, and I am right. not afraid. I am not ashamed. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> I am. I am. Miss Cake Karma <laughs> has done worse than a church, uh, I, and Ms., uh, and Kaya Coco is is a uh, referencing Fleabag. So it's all. Oh. She, you, you were, you were just making sure we're, we're going to do proper mm -hmm. things in there. Uh, just to be clear, but, consensually with a priest, not, not yeah. like the other way where, you know, when, when Catholic priests are a little sus. <laughs> oh, let, let's keep things consensual. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Barry 3D is saying McDonald's at 3, 3 a.m. is a strange place and times so, uh, and you don't say <laughs> even at 3 p.m even at 3 let's face it mcdonald's is just sort of strange in general actually uh, actually it's not 3 p.m the weirdest people because i worked at mcdonald's the weirdest situations was in between 4 45 and five o'clock in the morning because that's when the menu shifts and usually everybody that went <laughs> clubbing like are gone like the clubbers the strippers and whatnot they're all gone usually at that time so it's really like the creepy ass people that would like ask for filet fish <laughs> at 4 54 like wanting a filet fish and i'm me being like no we don't have sad sir but do you want some eggs oh god okay the so weird. those are like the peak hours yeah 
<laughs> I, uh, it, it's, uh, so Winford, Winford uh, is uh, saying hi from Ghana. So welcome, Winford. Hi. I like for, the profile the picture. <laughs> Is that, that's is that guns? He's all oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay. We that, love that's, a... that, that's an immediate swipe left for me. Whenever I see somebody like on Tinder who's got a, a weapon. All right. I don't need to know how the relationship will end. For me, uh, it's a fish. And I will end. For you, it's a fish. Until <laughs> so this is this. Okay. You you mentioned filet of fish uh, and a fish. I I've I have uh, alcohol may have been involved, but I've been in a McDonald's and asked for a McSwim. Only to completely confuse someone, and made me feel bad that they they felt we don't we don't have a mixed swim on the menu. So. They should change that name. I I know, like it's mixed swim would put it in gear with everything else. Yeah. Like what the fuck is filet of fish? It's a filet de poisson. <laughs> but the guy, I don't know if he was French or English or both, or both languages were like mixed up in his brain. <laughs> well, no, yeah. it's it's it, on the English menu. It's a filet of fish. It's a filet of fish. Oh, okay. I don't All know. right. So, uh, uh, yeah, filet of poisson. But the thing is, let, let's. Sorry, you know, I'm not to insult McDonald's any more than they've insulted us and our taste buds. Uh, they're they're calling it a filet, yeah. and it's it's really. And you don't even know if it's fish, man. <laughs> it doesn't smell like fish. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, the comments of all 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 the all, all the experts on the panel are their own comments. <laughs> the channel is not re represented. Uh, all right. No. Never mind. Let's get to <laughs> the gonna, next question. We're gonna get sued. <laughs> uh, how do I make it more spicy in the bedroom? Uh, by the way, you can always enter your, your questions in the chat or you can go to slido.com. Uh, how do I make it more spicy in the bedroom? Don't use real spices. <laughs> First off, do not. No, no. I mean, I don't, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum who's got like a food fetish. But no, you don't want to go in there with Frank's Red Hot. Just dip, dip. No, because that. No, the, there's certain things you, you shouldn't go like that. How to make it more spicy is communicate. Find out, find out what pushes things with your partner. Uh, and play with those boundaries consensually and at the same time like tell them what your fantasies are you have to be a little bit vulnerable with your partner if you're going to be honest and say i would really like this you know can we indulge in that a little bit or something similar uh why we're going and you know it, that would be a good time to tell somebody yeah you can do all of that just don't spank me if you're not interested in being spanked all right uh kinky Toys. Toys. Go Toys. to a sex shop with your partner. Oh, all right. I, I was thinking Buzz Lightyear for a moment. That Is too. It? I mean, if but you guys are... By the I way, mean... that sounds like the name of a good sex toy, doesn't it? Buzz Lightyear? I'm sure it's a sex toy somewhere. <laughs> Everything that you two said, um, watch porn together maybe to get some ideas. That can be really hot. Do some role play too. I know some people that really like that. Um, and also, I mean, I'd say once it's safe, visiting a strip club or a sex club could be really fun. And when you get back home, it really helps to spice things up. So those are a few of my suggestions if you want to liven it up a little bit. Boom. Boom. Is, 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 is this... Maybe a bad time. It's never a bad time. I, I, you know, 
burlesque <laughs> is a fantastic art form and I love burlesque. But more basic strip clubs kind of just leave me feeling sad. Hey. It depends on the strip club. I mean, I I was fortunate enough uh, from my first experience to go to Wanda's um, and it's a very nice place. I think it's like, I think there are some clubs that are overrated and more than just like basic, I would find. Well, as someone who was a stripper for two years, um, I will say that everyone who leaves my care is always happy. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Paul. I'm the love doctor. <laughs> sorry, I confused you. Someone I'm sorry. I know. Sorry. What I is I, that I, name? Wow, that was just a little bit of subtle aggression that was thrown. Uh, oh yeah, shots were fired. Shots were I'm fired. just saying, I may have helped a lot of couples in the past. <laughs> Boom. The next Boom. question is: What was your worst date? What was your worst date? Kaya, you are in the hot seat. Um, probably the one if this involves a strip club, you're you're gonna oh, I wish it you. did, honestly. I would have enjoyed that a lot more. Um but I would say probably the one where we went to a fucking sports bar. Because I don't fucking like sports. Like, do you see me? Do you think I ever went to fucking gym class? Okay, this person didn't give a fuck. If I skipped gym class more than I skipped math class in high school. <laughs> and this freaking guy, first of all, is 18 and he was 32, which is already a red flag, okay? Because this person was... Anyway, that's another story. But... He was like, want to go watch the game with me? Like, he doesn't even consider anything that I like, right? And I'm 18 and, like, dumb. So I'm like, ah, okay. So I'm there, bored out of my fucking mind. And anyways, let's just say, at the end of the night, I fell into a mountain of snow from, like, the waist down. That's another story, okay? <laughs> and I also ended up meeting his parents and his cat. He still lived at home. So anyways, it was horrible. There's a lot of things that happened in between that, but it was just the worst. But I think the worst part of all of it was the sports bar. Like, don't fucking bring me to a sports bar. <laughs> so yeah, that was my worst one. But I, all right, can we, we just discuss a little bit about that date just right now? First off, 32, you you were 18. 18. I, uh, I, 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 I look May December romances can happen. Yeah. But, but at, at that time, did you feel that because he was older, you were you were more mature because you were attracting a, an older man? Because well, that's no. something that I've I've had kind of explained to me by by other people. Like I've, I've chatted with and had that discussion with. Mm -hmm. But your, your comment. Well, that was a problem. Ever since a young age, when I was a teenager, even before 18, and this is very problematic, I wasn't getting attention from guys my age, and I was getting attention from older men. So then I started to think, wow, this is where I can seek validation from. So then I said, oh, older men are like the ones who respect me, even though they obviously didn't. They're fucking predators. So, so then it became like, oh, this is 
the only place where I can get some form of validation and comfort, you know? So it wasn't just a question of maturity. I think being an only child was also a thing where I was like, oh, like maybe I'm a bit more mature, but um, it, it wasn't to feel more mature. It was more because I felt validated by older men. Can I do a follow-up question on that? Yes. Go right ahead. That's why I put it in the three window. <laughs> yeah. Were you considered as a kid very mature for your age? Yeah. Did it like give you social anxiety? So you had issues just having some contacts with people your own age because you found them to be completely frivolous because you had to deal things that you were not supposed to deal with at the age that you had. Definitely. That's why you connected even more with the older guy because for some fucked up reason. <laughs> But the, the, old, the older guy was also <laughs> still living at home and... So he, he was not as mature yeah. as his age would indicate as you'd mm -hmm. expect. But still, like perhaps he was eight he was immature for a 30 year old, but he had him the maturity of a 20-ish year old. And you, even though you're 18, you had the maturity of a 20-something year old. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it kind of balanced it out in a very creepy and very weird way. Yes. Trauma. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> He also Bye. put off this front at first that he was mature, right? Yeah. So then yes. after, yeah. But I mean, it's I'm not talking about only that guy, especially since you're telling me that you did you had that tendency with older men, mm -hmm. men in that man. So because um, I mean, I've been also been told that I was way older beyond my years because way too much trauma and i was only able to relate to adult people and not just men but like i always had adult friends and like oh and behold now i'm 30 and i'm like i'm the old friend <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah no I, absolutely everything I, you said I, spot on <laughs> i also went through the same thing through the majority of, of the longest relationship i had in high school was with somebody who was in university Right, uh, and there, I was always, I was always considered to be very mature, and I've always, you know, had, you know, I was the young friend among the older group, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, yeah. at the same time, it had its own trauma. I always find those <laughs> those those predator types, the the, the guys who like, uh, in, in the movie, uh, dazed and confused. Uh, um, it's not. Oh, and Wilson, uh, who, who was, who, maybe, um, oh, shite, what's his name? Uh, do, do, either of you, neither of you have seen Days to I've Confused. I've seen The Commitment, but the I have not seen that movie. <laughs> In the movie Days and Confused, there's uh, Matthew McConaughey's first okay. movie role. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, and part of it was he was an older guy that hung out with high school people, uh, and he actually... <laughs> Like that's where the his uh, his catchphrase, "All right, all right, all right" comes from, is is from that. Uh, I'm sorry I did that with an Irish accent, but that's why I'm stuck. Uh, but he his his line from that is, is that's he says that's what I like about high school girls. I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. Right? That's that's that kind of. I I always call those people Star Trek fans. Because they boldly, they want to boldly go where no one has gone before, not to offend yeah. any real Star Trek fans. Yeah, but you know, it's it's they they want everything in the original packaging. It's a, it's a very nerd niche kind of thing. Uh, 
<laughs> just, just as a drink, you know, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like that and the, the famous phrase in the black community, age ain't nothing but a number. And you're like, no, that's, that's that not is just, wrong. <laughs> look, the, I, I, I am going to say, because I have, I have dated, I've dated mainly people my age or older or, you know, within three years or so, but I have dated somebody who is significantly younger. But we did have a fairly solid connection based on respect. And this person was in their late 20s when I was dating them. Um, so there is that kind of difference. And I felt guilty as hell for a long time. And I'd like to point out I was pursued too. So it wasn't me praying. Just say, laugh it up, Pinky. Laugh it up. Go ahead. I saw that. That's my get over. The all I'm gonna say, all I, I'm gonna say is, I, I know some friends that do pursue older men. So I mean, yeah. So I, I completely believe you. <laughs> In the sense, it's likely the roll eyes actually like a few faces that I see <laughs> rolling around, and I'm like, yep. All right, so I, I'm I'm not the one that's guilty on this one. All right, good. All right. No, <laughs> I, I think that no. age gaps can be okay, but the problem is when. Okay, I completely understand anyone who's younger who pursues older people. You know, it makes a lot of sense. You think, oh, this person has a lot of experience. They might be more caring, more mature, blah, blah, blah. My problem is older people who specifically target younger people. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, young skin. You just made it sound like you wanted to wear it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think the the issue is not necessarily the age, but the Mm -hmm. power because exactly those guys mm-hmm. um yeah they love older women they love younger women but they could also make do with women their age if they're able to control them if there yeah. if there is a distinct power balance between because i mean let's face it this is one of the main reasons why um in some cases and i'm gonna say in some cases and please add some water to the swine that i'm gonna give you guys the biggest reasons why you would have people searching either for someone older or someone younger is because of the power dynamic that is going to take place. Either because you want to have a, a more dominant uh, role because you're more mature, so you're more nurturing, kind of like a mommy or daddy dom. Or if you're a child and you want to have that sort of authority telling you exactly what you need to do and what you need to hear, kind of like a, a little <laughs> in a dom and king society. Mm-hmm. So it's always about the power dynamics, but just like when it comes to kink, you need to make sure that consent is there uh, at all times because one of the two parties can actually uh, take advantage of the other one and not. And I mean, we always talk about uh, the the creeper guy, but there are also there is also the I don't want to say the creeper girl, but I mean <laughs> the creeper girl that does that and actually blackmails the dude or the mm-hmm. dudette. Mm-hmm. So there's always this power dynamic that you need to understand and comprehend. And as soon as you get that and you understand, I think that's a better way to navigate through this. Because I mean, I love older men as well. And I mean. We, we, we do have a timely question coming in. We haven't finished mm-hmm. with the first question. <laughs> We're gonna get back to that. But this question about age gaps is, uh, this discussion about age gaps I think is fascinating, especially since it generated the question, is how much older is acceptable Sorry. Uh, to you and why? And he just got called cute. And yep. I believe that's my manager's agent. 
Look, uh, <laughs> I call a spade a spade. <laughs> um, I am actually very, very, very confused because I am a history junkie, if you guys didn't know. And um, what we consider as pedophilia is actually not pedophilia, it's actually hebophilia, which is mm-hmm. not the same thing. So basically pedophilia, uh, infantophiles is when you're like zero and younger. And yes, there are cases of that. And then um, from I think six, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ko, because I think you, you're you more knowledgeable than me until like prepubescent, that's where you get the pedophilia. Mm-hmm. But once you start being uh, pre-adolescent, that's where hebophilia comes in. One of the best example is 18 and barely legal. This is hemophilia, guys. Yeah. But the thing is, if you look at ancient Greece and if you look at other ancient places, mm-hmm. hemophilia was accepted in society in a sense mm-hmm. where the adults was actually doing sexual education of the younger people. And that's how um, the whole sexual education consent, well, consent in which you could have in Greece was created. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the only way, uh, the only uh, line that was drawn if, and throughout history was, um, they had to have their first period. Like that's like younger than that, even though they, mm-hmm. yes, they would get married, they wouldn't actually enter sexuality until then. So that's why I'm actually very, very confused because unfortunately age is nothing but a number. It is a construct that society puts in. I mean, there is a reason why 18 years is the adult age is because technically at 18, you're supposed to be done your whole school. That's the reason why um, the age of majority is 18. So it's all about power dynamics at this point. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you have a power dynamic with that person? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Is it acknowledgeable? Is it something that you can actually, can you level the playing field? If you can't level the playing field, then don't, you know, don't. Yeah. Just like a coach would have the same years or younger than his, like the their mentors, you wouldn't do that because you mm-hmm. have a power, you have a power authority over them and they cannot say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like stars and celebrities. I mean, there is a power dynamic that you should take under consideration whether or not the person you're going to sleep with is your, the same age as you or even older than you. So that's why I'm kind of confused when it comes to what's the gap that is acceptable. Acceptable. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I agree. Sorry for breaking your guys' brains, but... No, it's true. I mean, I find it's difficult to quantify and give an exact number. I mean, I have been with people who are 20 years older and I'm 22. And if anything, I felt like those people were a bit more immature than me at times, too. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, it was a pain in the ass sometimes to be with them. Like, I've been with people my age more mature than you. Um, mm. But like you said, it's really difficult to quantify and to put an exact number. I mean, I mean, sometimes you can just happen to get along really well with someone who's older than you, and, and again, it just talk- works well. <laughs> and I'm keeping the the social construct of, I mean, let's not go into pedophilia, guys. It's no, no, no. A, let's just say the person is legal in the eyes of the law in society, and what is the acceptable number? I know that one of my friends is like, you take your age and you take out seven, you add seven, and like whatever, but. The thing is, it, where, wherever you go in society, you'll you may get looks, even if the person is your age but looks a different age. Like I, I'm, I don't know if that still counts, but I used to 
look fairly young for my actual age. And so I uh, dated women who were my age who felt uncomfortable in public because they got looks like they were sugar mamas with, you know, hanging out with mm -hmm. me uh, at the same time. Uh, it's, I think the only problem is when people use uh, a single component and sort of use that to target what they like. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm always uncomfortable with, with people who say that they are breast men or that they are ass men or whatever, because you're not dating a piece of meat, right? You're dating a real human being. Uh, and <laughs> I've been with partners with, with fairly, with a, a good variety of, of breast sizes. I don't know why I put my hands out like that, but it's, um, yeah, just, <laughs> I think that's just approved our ratings. Uh, but, but the thing, and the thing is I appreciated all of, all of their physical beauties uh being with them and that's not it was because it was a it was part of them and the same thing goes with age if somebody's targeting people because they're younger then it's because they want somebody younger it's not because they want that person mm -hmm. uh, and the same thing with goes with people who are targeting you know for uh, a, a physical attribute as well like mental attributes i think are, are are a bit more fine because that's more closer to what the human is if that makes sense. Kaya is thinking very heavily on what I'm thinking. Yeah, because the whole ass man and boob man thing is kind of funny mm. because we <laughs> there's this kind of thing that we're saying that ass men are socialist and boob men are capitalist. So... <laughs> I, 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 you know, I know because I, I did read a study. This is This is probably a good 10 years ago, but it stuck with me. It was, uh, 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 sorry, uh, men who, who are attracted to women with larger breasts tend to be in a lower income bracket or from okay. a lower income bracket. The reason I was saying it's not, it's not just a question of like breast size, just where you have an inclination towards too. But I think the whole idea, if I'm going to apply my sociological lens, because that's my, my major as some of you might know. Um, I and think you're also a sex educator. Just to just to exactly. throw that out there for people watching. Yes, I just want to say you, that so that no one thinks I'm talking out of my ass. Okay. <laughs> which but, is a very uh, unique skill. Yeah. No. But, um, so basically, what I think is that if you look even back ten years ago, having a big butt was seen as something that wasn't good. Um, so you'd watch cartoons. I remember as a kid, I'd watch cartoons and the characters would say, does this make my butt look big? I don't like that. And it would be a bad thing. And I think the reason for the fact that big butts were not seen as desirable was due to classism and racism. Therefore, to me, anybody who is more inclined to ass <laughs> is more of a socialist. And also okay. just because anecdotally all the boob men I know were like conservative trash. So I think that's another factor. It, it was also though in the, say the, the late seventies, early eighties, no, even, even well into the eighties, uh, the, 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 the gorgeous woman tended to be smaller breasted. Like the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the style icons in attractive women were smaller breasted at, at that time, which if, somebody was not smaller breasted at the time they would find it hard they had difficulty getting 
uh, clothing that, that fit and was flattering at the same time. Uh, so, uh, again, different things fall in and out of fashion, but it, it comes down to the mindset of, of the pursuer, I believe, is whether or not they're, they're viewing the person as a person or just a certain attribute that they find desirable uh, and then, you know, fuck the rest well, or attempt to fuck the rest. It depends on what the... Kind of dropped a little one in there just to make a little bit of a laugh. I'm not sure. It's because I'm going to whisper hey, close to the microphone. Kids are supposed to be asleep at now, so we're good. Sure. And this is, a, uh, according to YouTube, this is an 18 plus episode. So uh, we, we do do that because we, we are discussing adult topics uh, in, uh, in fun and educational ways. It's just common sense, is what we're saying. Now, I guess it's my turn to say what is my worst date? Is that, are, are we there? Or, or do you guys want to tackle this age gap thing a little bit more? Um, well, I don't have a worst date. I've been like racking my game, my brain. So I'm going to skip that question. So it's, All right. I, 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 I'm, I would be the next person. So I'm going to jump on this one. I. All right. I could think of these don't make me sound that good. But all right. There's two. Was, uh. <laughs> Uh, I'll mention, yeah, three, three. Uh, these don't make me look good at all. One, I, <laughs> Colin. Uh, oh, wow. What? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> French has came out, my friends. All right. It's a beer. Uh, Continue. <laughs> it's a good thing I can watch this on repeat with, with subtitles later. Uh, I'll tell you after. All right. I... Um, uh, I, I, there was a, a date I was on that I didn't realize I, I didn't ask for, but it happened. It was uh, I had. <laughs> how can you? I can't. How can you have a date without asking for it? Well, I I had met somebody online and we had chatted quite a bit, uh, and they knew, you know, they had found me on Facebook and whatnot. And when I do a live show, I promote it, and so I went and I did a live show, and the person showed up at the at the venue. Uh, and then they wanted to monopolize my time while I'm trying to be in the headset of performing. Oh. And, and I, I was polite and all that because, you know, we had a good conversation earlier th than this, but this was the first time we were meeting and I'm performing. And then it, it was a, a mixed show, so there was burlesque and comedy and, and everything it's else. Like it, it, it was exactly vaudeville. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the person said afterwards that uh, they really, oh, they loved me up there on stage, uh, but they couldn't handle the bad strippers. And it was like, you know, I don't want to talk to you anymore. That's it. Uh, that, it that, that's all of it. Like, first off, you brought yourself uninvited in there, expected to get in for free. Oh. Uh, and then, you know, like, grabbed me while I'm trying to work. And no, it's, sorry, you, the, the conversation we had, I'm glad I found out that early rather than, you know, dating them elsewhere Indeed. first and then going on. Uh, all right. Now for more things that make me seem bad. I, uh, I had met a f person who was a friend of a coworker and they had invited me out. So I thought it was a date, uh, only to find out that they invited, uh, two other guys out as well. Uh, with their express concern was they wouldn't have to buy any drinks for themselves. Mm. Uh, and, 
you know, I, I just did not feel the respect and kind of left that one fairly early. Yeah, that's that's not that bad, actually. That's a good that's good. It, it was a it was a disappointment. Yeah, is what it was. Uh, and then there was uh, another time I did. Uh, I don't know if you consider this a date, but sort of a, a, a hookup app kind of thing. And I went over to the person's place and then it was obvious their hygiene was not up to my standards and just kind of <laughs> bailed quickly. Oh, uh, God, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Evelyn is saying at 63, the love doctor is not impartial. Uh, and uh, oh, we got a goal for Montreal. There we are. Nice. So oh, we're, we're, we're facing off against the hockey game. So we, we you if you watch this, you get your stats updated on the hockey game as well. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the hockey game. <laughs> now, are you sure? Uh, are you sure, uh, Kiki, that you don't have uh, a, an answer for that? All your dates have been perfect. I didn't. Ha I didn't go on much dates. I mean, um, well, I mean, I, I, add, I added like uh, hookup things and you I, know, first date yeah. and a date that I didn't know was a date. Yeah, no, I I scare guys. Remember, <laughs> so. <laughs> So the ones that do want to go out with me are a special type of weirdos, and they make sure that I have a good time. Aww, <laughs> that's so sweet. I wish I could relate. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> oh no, Kay is potent. Uh, just it actually was an angry face. It wasn't so much a pot. But yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I'm thinking about all the dates. I'm like. But I mean, here's the Spot thing. Um, what I it took me a while to learn, but I've learned that someone who is charismatic and has no issues of calling bullshit out and just say exactly what she wants can actually be very scary for um, a lot of people, including men. And I've been raised uh, for a long time in waiting for the guys to make the first move and well i think guys were like taught to not really go to those and go to more demure people who don't necessarily have a big mouth so yeah <laughs> if, if i can if i can let a, a bit of a guy secret all right guys it isn't so much that they they're uh they're more attracted to demure women they're more afraid of uh not living up to the standards. If somebody lives life big, then they're afraid uh, of the the uh, the what is it in poker? The bets, the odds, the, not the odds. The, the, it is the odds. No, not, it's it's not the odds. It's uh, it's uh, the expectation. The uh, uh, they don't think the stakes. The, that's the, the word. stakes. Oh, okay. All right. the The stakes are too high for 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 them. If they're they're afraid of. Uh, of of being this if if it's somebody who's a bit more demure then they're going to be kinder in letting them down they're going to be kinder in asking for what they want uh and it's going to be less of a shock to their system is mm. most probably uh <laughs> why the the guys go for the demure girls so yeah. basically kinky and i were too much of bad bitches for the majority of men i need another drink but that's um, the thing is that when i change environment <laughs> and i met my current boyfriend he's like why are people afraid of you <laughs> and it was a genuine question he's like why i don't understand you're like you're like a small kitten 
okay, yeah, you have claws. Okay, yeah, you spit acid, but you're not that scary. <laughs> Where do you get your kittens? Sorry, that's, I mean, are, are you, you know, like, is it like there? there's a Nostromo, uh, <laughs> you know, a kitten shelter that you're going to to get these these kittens that no. spit acid? <laughs> no, it's just, I like kittens a lot. And this is why I like kittening, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but it's so yeah. funny because my other lover calls me a dragon and I'm like, Aren't you supposed to be afraid of dragons? You're like, nah, I'm not a prince, so I'm good. I'm a villain. <laughs> so get go. yourself a villain. <laughs> They're nice. Boom. I know it's funny. It's the macho men who are like afraid of us, but it's the little nerdy boys who love us and care for us. Well, Usually. I think the, the machos. <laughs> did anyone know? Did I put mix in that? No. Nope. All right. You don't need mix with us. <laughs> uh, I, no, just taking a little extra sip so I can fit some mix in. I might have okay. poured a strong one. But yeah. yeah, but no, I think for me, machos hated my guts because yeah. I I have sort of like an opposition complex. So when you're telling me no, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you lol as if. Um, yeah. And again, the very funny, very funny thing is that um, I was I had a request for a show that perhaps to do uh to start alone and like i was like oh yeah I, I don't mind doing it i can do it and then like i i text my boyfriend uh, actually i text my lover and he's like do you know how to do it and i'm like no but since when did that stop me <laughs> I'm to do it. but they are scared of those and they want to hate on you so bad i find yeah like the machos don't stay they they try to bring you down for some reason because they adhere more to patriarchal values that uh, put emphasis on control. Uh, I don't and think so. They can't. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Oh, no, another goal. Um, Same one. I just wanted to put that up there because I, I, I'm pretty sure that Kaya just scored a uh, scored one there. Uh, well, um, I don't think I'm blaming patriarchy on this one uh, for the simple fact is that people can be control freak even though they're not like really patriarchal definitely i mean i've seen i've had my shares of macho girls um mm -hmm. and honestly they're worse than guys um so i think it's more of a matter of control more than patriarchy like they like to have control they're always used to have control they're always used to be the ones that's up in front and center so when you have someone challenge that automatically for them it's um it's wrong that's interesting i I think it's because my experiences with women have been always very positive, even if they don't <laughs> work out, where it hasn't oh, been any control. <laughs> I mean, as someone who dates both, you know, so I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel sometimes, uh, especially right now, uh, the words patriarchy, cultural appropriation, and racism, mm -hmm. I feel that they have... I don't know how to say it in English. Uh, and it's so easy to explain or to just say, oh, it's that, when in reality, no, it's not. It's something mm -hmm. else. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, they can facilitate stuff, mm -hmm. but again, it's not, it's not. It's not necessarily a macho guy. It's not patriarchy. It's his desire for control. It's the or the the classic cis the cis white head dude. The problem is not that he's cis head and white. The problem is that he's never been told no his whole life, and now he's been told no, and he doesn't know how to act. Mm -hmm. 
but that's that's also <laughs> i guess so i have to, i always have to see it on a macro level in yeah. general just because that's how i tend to work um but yeah i don't without know discrediting, without but without discrediting those mm -hmm. terms because they mm -hmm. are important and we mm -hmm. need to use them it's just that i feel that if we always use them it kind of devalues exactly it, it's sort of, sort of like using the uh, uh that person such a hitler sort of devalues yeah. what a nazi is and thus, thus it's it makes these young men in south carolina feel that it's okay to associate themselves with the term nazi exactly you know, etc uh it's all right we we, we just want to point out here evelet is saying uh, goal montreal two point uh, or two to oh and I was going to ask if this was football because I wasn't paying attention to sports, but nope. Ev is saying it's it's, it's the hockey patriarchy. Uh, yeah. yeah, the uh, hockey patriarchy and whitewashes, and but it's okay. I, I, or, <laughs> uh, we we we've got a number of questions to get to, oh. so I don't want to to spend too much time. But I, I, at this point, where the level of the discussion is, and we're we're talking about the patriarchy we are talking about uh you know the history of wrong mm -hmm. um let's at least we're, we're all in montreal let's take take uh oh sorry evlet is apologizing for his joke because he's been called on it uh no worries <laughs> there we are uh we are living in montreal which is stolen land and then the revelation of what happened in bc this past week uh, of the finding of 215 graves of indigenous children who were sent to uh, a, a residential school, uh, you know, um, or abducted to, and taken to residential schools, taken away from their families in an effort to, to uh, wipe out the culture of their peoples. Mm. Um, uh, and that, that is something everyone thinks about Canada as such a nice country, but there is a very dark history. That's what angers me, that people think this is shocking. I'm like, how long have Indigenous people been saying that there's been an ongoing genocide? Why Why is this a shocker, you know? Because because history is written by the winners. Yeah, it's yeah. it's written by... But there's and, an amazing there's an amazing <laughs> podcast that's called The Secret Life of Canada, the story you know and the history you don't. That is amazing. And mm -hmm. actually, I think they're going to have a special episode on that. Um, I really, I really, really en encourage people to watch it uh, or actually to listen to it. It's a podcast that's on CBC. They even also had um, modified it for history teachers to teach in schools. Um, it's really, really cool. I think the only thing that I would, um, I kind of feel sad is mm -hmm. uh, it's English based. And as much as I understand the stance between the rock and the French Canadians, um, I feel that it, it could be a good, it's a very interesting idea to look at that in that complexity. And again, like you said, uh, Ko, in a very, a, a more macro level than what we're watching right now, because I mean, if we're looking, especially with the, with law 96, uh, law 21, we always want to, we kind of see it as a, as a microcosm where they are the majority mm -hmm. and they're bashing on the minority, which is people that looks like me and English and stuff. But when you look at it at a more macro level, you actually see and understand why 
the act that way. And I'm not saying that I condone it, absolutely not. But knowing the history of the French Canadians and how they also had to fight to get like to not be erased is actually something that I feel that is not necessarily covered enough in that series. And it's normal because again, it's made from the English side. And again, history is made by winners, guys. So we're not necessarily gonna talk about the time where um, you had something called speak white when it talked about people speaking French or the army just casually coming into Canada, to Quebec because the French people decided that they wanted to have rights, you know? <laughs> Uh, or actually, did you guys know that the French Canadians, uh, the FLQ and all those groups were actually affiliated with Black uh, Panthers um, in, uh, in the States? And this is why the book uh, called uh, The White Niggers of America is named that, because at that time they had so many close ties together that um, he, he felt connected. Of course, after a few years and a few decades, he retracted his saying, saying that it's wrong, but it's all those things that I feel is left out from our province and deserve to be known. Did you, did you guys know that, uh, French Canadians actually sheltered Black Panther people who were, um, uh, wanted in the States? <laughs> Yes, English that, Canadians did as well. It wasn't English, just French Canadians. Of course, but I mean, I'm French, and I mean, I'm speaking of that term. Or actually, when it came to the uh, the right, the Concordia riots as well, uh, we tend to forget the uh, what the French brought to uh, the black syndicates and the black uh, associations that wanted to have recognition. So um, I. I hope perhaps they would hear me and be like, hey, let's look at that. Um, but yeah, it's more, it's our history here is way more complex than we think, actually. There, there, there is, there is one thing that I, I kind of uh, glommed onto in my <laughs> readings of, of the, the history of Quebec. After France wrote off Quebec uh, and English, the English took it over, a lot of the businesses and a lot of the land grants that came into Quebec which stripped some people of their land, yes, were held by the Scots. Mm -hmm. And when the Scots ran a lot of the business, and I know I'm doing saying this in general terms, and I'm using uh, a, a, uh, an ethnicity and saying that they, they did this, uh, and they did it with a lot of the, the, the power of the English government. Uh, but when the French began to organize and ask for rights, it was around the same time as the potato famine, and so the Scots arranged to have a lot of the Irish come to Quebec. And then they, they told the Quebec workers associations saying, we'd like to give you a raise and all that, but these Irish will work for cheaper. Mm -hmm. And so they sat on the, on the mountain counting their money and let the Irish fight the French. Yep. Uh, and that is a huge part of the history of this province that gets forgotten. The, mm -hmm. an, another thing, uh, Dorchester, uh, which was a, a very famous and long street in Montreal, was named that because of, a, a, believe it or not, a Scotsman who stood up in uh, the Canadian Parliament and enshrined the right to educate French people in the French language mm -hmm. as, part of, uh, as part of Canadian law. And uh, as when they could, they renamed the street that was named after him, after René Lévesque, who managed to kill a woman driving a car while drunk. Uh, 
He's he, done a lot of other things. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like but, Johnny McDonald's, who who is absolutely abhorrent, and he is still on my dollar bill, or the Bay, yeah. the Bay guys, the Bay. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the Bay, exactly, uh, and the blanket the, the, of the Bay's. The, the the designer of the residential schools was actually uh, a monsignor uh, from Quebec City. Uh, mm. I'm trying to remember if his last name was Leblanc or something. It was a French name. Uh, he, he's the one who designed the Aboriginal schools. Yeah. And when you mentioned that the, the, the Canadian Army decided to come into Quebec, uh, they, they came into Quebec because people were blowing up things and people were being killed. Yeah, but why did they do that? However, that's the thing. It's like, that's why everything is complicated because I understand mm -hmm. that, yes, blowing up stuff is wrong, but also the living conditions that they had was also wrong. And again, I don't connote it, but usually what happens when people do not are not listened to, unfortunately, they find ways to get listened to. So yes. again, I mean, I'm not saying that they were all right in doing that. I mean, yeah, they killed people. But I mean, if you take a time to look stuff and be like but why did you do that that's actually very important and interesting to know because this is why bill 101 happened by the way is because it wasn't it wasn't logical that the minority the majority of french speakers didn't have as much opportunities because they didn't speak french that they didn't speak the right language so i mean is it the right way i i have my reserved but mm. do i understand of course i do because it's micro level there was a uh, somebody came up with a, a unified history of quebec mm -hmm. uh that got rejected by uh mcgill and uh the university of montreal uh, to go into the cu curriculum because it addressed both sides of the the issues uh but neither side wants to to hear uh an equal discussion yep uh, and, and that's something trauma <laughs> trauma Evelyn is mentioning that my manager uh, the oh. prick is getting older he's having a birthday soon oh my god i will so not buy him chocolate that prick yeah. oh, the fucking I so gemini not, i will so not buy him a drink when i can <laughs> all right uh, getting on to the next question is how do you feel about dating apps dating apps oh i i i, I think we may have just lost uh, Kaya. No, I think she's making herself another drink. I have to go charge something. Oh. <laughs> All right, charging something. Uh, but Kinky, you are in the hot seat. What, what, like... This is a weird show. We're talking about Canadian history. Right? From sex <laughs> to Canadian history. I'm a historic junkie, guys. I like history. You're the historian. I'm the sociologist <laughs> i'm also a psychiatrist i'm also a psychologist by the way. Good... Um, yep dating apps i love dating apps dating apps are fun as long as you take the time to enter your bio and you actually read the said bios <laughs> but yeah it's a it's a new way of meeting people boom, boom. i mean i Yay! Um, <laughs> um, I I mean, most of my serious relationships were from dating apps, so I can't really say anything bad. No one at fucking school approaches me, so what the hell else am I supposed to do? I have to go on dating apps, right? Um, so 
that I, I like them. They're cool. You meet people that you would never meet outside of them too, which I think is also interesting. And a lot of people are there saying, oh, but it's not organic and blah, blah, blah. What's, but what's organic? It's garbage. And I'm like, well, if your friend sets you up with someone, that's not organic either. I mean, it's just, who the fuck cares? Go have fun. Go swipe right, left, whatever. They're they're cool, okay? <laughs> sometimes. And sometimes they're also very exhausting. I can say that. Mm. Like, when people ask me what things mean, and I'm like, you could have literally just Googled it. You have Google. You took the time to type this out when you could have fucking Googled it. And it would have taken you less time, and you would have gotten a better fucking answer. But besides that, dating apps are pretty cool. I don't know about this Google answer. Ever since I realized that Google is, like, dark and full of alternative facts, I'm like, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, you know, a lot of people don't know how to... A lot of people don't <laughs> Google the right thing. For sure. Point. My issue is that sometimes I'm like, look, I get paid to, to like teach people things, okay? And I'm like, I feel like this is an answer, like a dictionary definition that you could have looked up very easily and then we could have a discussion on it. <laughs> it just felt like, why why are you demanding emotional labor when you could literally just read up on it <laughs> if we're together irl i'm like cool sure i'll explain whatever you like but through tax i'm like i'm tired i don't have time to do anything <laughs> Evelyn wanted to, to was rather surprised to find out no one approaches you at bars or parties not what? really one guy I'm like, did. I'm so fucking hot. No, I'm kidding. I'm but like one guy did and he is still with me to this day. But no, they don't, that. they're scared. I would I would <laughs> approach Kinky, but I'd be scared that Kinky would be like, ugh, Kaya's so ugly. That's <laughs> the worst thing. I would not do that. <laughs> I, I I'm 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 terrified did, of Did we just make a love women. connection? What? Uh did we? Well, we'll mm. guess we'll have to fight out on the next episode of the Law of Doctor. Yeah. Boom, 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 which is going to be <laughs> this Wednesday. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, that comment from Ev has already been up. Uh, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I guess I might have to start reinstalling some of these dating apps. Uh, I, I have met. Okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Yes. I like Okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid is fun. And I like the, it has the, the quizzes. Yeah, and they're kind of, kind of, sort of poly friendly. So yeah, they're mm -hmm. just like because you have the option. The reason why I'm saying kind of, sort of is you have the option, but people don't necessarily read. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, but the option is there, and it's actually I've met a few people that were nice to talk to there. Yeah, I've had a few like pretty good relationships there because you actually see people's values too, and if they align with yours. Which I find is really nice, cause fuck, if you if I see that you're a fucking right winger, it's over. I'm not no. <laughs> like filtering no. it out. I, I suppose I suppose you know to go through the trouble and then just to peg them, and leave them someplace public, that's that would be a bad thing. That would be a bad mark. Um, I have better things to do with my energy, and I think I'm sure you do as well. There. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, Damn it! I'm gonna have to start installing these things again. Uh, we're on. Oh, 
we got a question in the best dating app farmers only uh they can really plant the corn i think uh, it's christian mingle don't please don't <laughs> find god's match for you <laughs> All right, those I say enough, we're moving on to the it next question. <laughs> uh, where we are, oh, is it unattractive to want to play video games late at night? I feel like I know who's asking this. Oh, then you can answer, you can give him a personalized answer. If it's who I think it is, yes, it's very unattractive. <laughs> Wink, 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 wink. That was okay um, with a double wink. All right. <laughs> I, honestly, it, de it depends. It depends. It used to be something very unattractive that I have with my partner because my partner's a gamer, and I we we wouldn't have the same sleeping schedules because I I am a grandmother that sleeps at nine, and he's the dude that's like three o'clock in the morning, and he's like, oh, I need to go to bed because I'm working at eight in the morning. Anyways. Uh, so yes, it was very unattractive for me until we came up with a, um, I will kiss you, wink, wink, good night before going back to my games. <laughs> so it depends on, on how you, you deal with your significant other before playing video games at night. It, it can be not that bad. <laughs> I miss kissing people. Um, there's... I miss kissing people too. I mean, there yes, are... I, I have my boyfriend I can kiss, but I am desperately wanting to put my tongue into someone's mouth. But here we are. I mean, you can call me after. <laughs> <laughs> when we're fully vaccinated. Yeah. Uh... Well, no, no offense, Kaya. I mean, I do love you and I would love to go on a date with you because I am looking for another woman in my life. I have a, I have a lover that I want to tend to first. Okay, no problem. I so I'll tend with him, and then, I mean, no worries, no so worries. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you're not, but it's okay. <laughs> Welcome to the love connection. No, I'm. In all seriousness, though, I'm I'm seeing someone exclusively, so it's. Uh... Why did you make exclusive sound like a bad word? Did you hear how, how she did the inflection on that? I'm seeing someone exclusively. Okay, so Just, perhaps, perhaps. You made it sound like it was a, a, a negative. She sound, She made it sound as if it was like, because I believe in the 80-20%. So if the relationship is 80% positive and fun, you can deal with the 80% negative. So the way she negative. said, the yeah, I'm not good at math. I have a boyfriend for that, okay? Uh, <laughs> I have a boyfriend and a lover for that, so I don't need to deal with math. Um, so I think the monogamy part is the minimal part that is not fun <laughs> that you're dealing with. I hope. It's, it's mostly right. monogamous because of COVID. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm monogamous because of COVID. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, uh, from what I understand, by the way, guys, as of next week, we'll have a new vaccination plan and we might be able to speed up the second dose that we're going to have because the goal for the government is to have all the doses that were scheduled in September being pushed to August. Yay. Hey, and I, I have an August second dose thing, which I'm hoping to get 
pushed to july me too oh me Uh, too uh, (laughs) i have a september one i'm fat so that was that was the reason why i could have my vaccine young people all right uh yeah (laughs) did i break your brain i'm not that fat i haven't okay bmi is bullshit yeah but that's the reason why i got vaccinated okay so yes it's bullshit until it's time for me to get vaccinated you know what if the scientific (laughs) inaccuracy was to your benefit all power yes the amc had to be like 35 and i was like 35.1 so i'm like yes (laughs) federal election in september and uh that's why it's being pushed up Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Um, sorry, guys. I'm going to get political with you guys. I watch Legos press conference every week. And um, what was really funny is that there was a question regarding that. What was going to happen with the federal elections? And Arruda was like, well, it's my place. So if I think it's not safe enough, I ain't going to do it. And I think it went to the federal government. <laughs> Because a month later, the we're gonna push things up actually happened. Oh fuck! <laughs> no, there. I, I saw a headline today. I have not been able to verify it, but there's a greater percentage of people have been vaccinated at least up to the first dose in Quebec yeah. than in the UK. Yep. I mean, UK percentage-wise, it's a lot more people, but we're doing a better job of getting the rollout of vaccinations in. Uh, Quebec. So, power to that. Well, I mean, well, I mean with Legault saying that if you want to have a summer, you need to get vaccinated. I mean, people listened. <laughs> I. Yeah. Okay, I mean, a hot bitch. I mean, I, it's a hot. Like the streets, the streets called my name the second the needle got on my arm. I was like, I'm horny. There is well, there was there was a, a a mugging with a stabbing last night in Verdun. Nice, yeah, fun. Just to to oh. go. Oh, by the way, Evelyn is letting us know that the Montreal Canadiens are 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 muffing it again. Uh, so it's yeah, nice. it's, a, it's tied two two. <laughs> uh, there is, uh, we got uh, all right. Um, yeah, no, the 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 curfew is was actually such a fucking bad thing. Because it forced everyone to do all their activities within a certain hours. Uh, people who wanted to, to exercise outside late at night couldn't do it. Uh, it was just it was just insanity. And Evelyn is going, yes. Want to hear something Canadians very funny politically why? Um, there are talks in the assembly uh, and all the other parties that actually wants to have a investigation to see the legitimate the legitimacy of the curfew and if it really helped and considering, and considering the fiasco that happened with the schools <laughs> cannot wait to see what's gonna happen school schools were the number two vector by the way because uh, a past partner had the, the 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 city of montreal stats on these things mm-hmm. schools were the number two vector businesses okay. were the the number one vector uh, uh, and, uh, until they were closed, uh, restaurants were the number three vector. Mm-hmm. I think they were number one, but they got bumped down because of s- schools and businesses. Uh, I, and the thing is they, he pushed to keep the schools open being outside 
Uh, I mean, the latest data says it's like a 0.1% unless you're gathering in groups, which so many people are doing. The reason why he kept them open and the, the, the scientific thing he did was because he said that um, the, uh, the way the virus spread was not through um, aerosol. So basically, um, the ventilation of the schools didn't really matter. And this is why they had to keep it open, even though it didn't make sense. And then what happened is that the the education ministry decided to conduct tests and they said to the grand public that the health uh, the, 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 the health director agreed to it. And what happened was uh, there was a leak of emails that was sent to journalists saying the exact opposite, saying that the tests were bogus, the way the tests were created, it was stupid, and they did not agree to it. And the, and then at the end, it showed that, yes, the ventilation is something that is important. This is how the virus spread, and it made sense with the, the offices and schools because our schools are not the best places right now. Unless you're in a private school or in the school where um, the minister's kids are. Yeah, even private schools or go. schools, some schools went and actually did a thing where it was uh, the, the students went every second day mm -hmm. instead. So they could cut down the sizes of classes and the, the number of kids there. But I mean, there's elementary schools where kids were trading masks. My mom was because... working as a, as a daycare over there and she's like, it's stupid. It's like, she's like, okay, so I have, like, I'm going to say numbers, but like understand the proportions here. She had 15 kids, right? Three of those kids are in a class. One of those classes is in another class. And then you have another one in another class and she had to keep them all separate. And she's like, I had five kids like on their own trying to play with a toy, looking at the other kids and be like, why can't I play with you? <laughs> yeah. Stopping a three-year-old from trying to hug another three-year-old. Well, they were, they were primary students, so it's not so bad, yeah. but still, my mom was like, what the fuck, guys, really? Like, but yeah, it's actually going, it's actually something very interesting to see and what's going to happen. But yeah, there's a lot of corruption in our government. Uh, yep. <laughs> everything is being taken out it's funny right. like, uh, on other anyways. news uh water is wet um, yes oh the the game oh, is going there's... into overtime hopefully people were tuned in at the end of end just of the like game. us we, well, we, we've got we've got more questions here too and i haven't oh. answered the the question is it unattractive to want to play video games late at night uh i, I you know what wanting and acting on, on are two different things <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, what about playing video games with your partner? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no, no. Some, uh, like, Unless it's uh, Cooking the, Mama. There, there, are, there are women who enjoy video games. I'm not yeah. going to perpetuate the stereotype that I women don't games. like video games. So, And there's multiplayer video games, etc. So that can be you know part of your evening ritual if both of you are agreeing to it and enjoying it uh yeah so it, it always depends on the nature of the relationship anytime that you are uh telling your partner wait i want to do something else can be seen as a slight by your partner whether it's a video game whether uh like if it if it's not something structured as in like i have to go to work or i uh, you know i have this other obligation that i need to do only at this time then it's uh, something that you have control over. If you are intentionally slight, slighting your partner to do this thing that is just a 
frivolous thing. I mean, you know, I sorry if you're in professional esports and your team wants to practice. Uh, fuck that. Pr pick another practice time when you you can do it that you're not insulting your partner. Mm -hmm. that, that's the thing with anything, even with polyamory. I say you can have as many partners as you can treat respectfully and give the time that they deserve too. Mm -hmm. And that is part of having uh, being in a relationship is that you can you are agreeing to give time to your partner that they deserve and they want. Yep. Uh, and to do anything else is to insult them. And do you are you really showing love to a person if you are insulting them? Nope. Wise words. So that's why I got the hat. Yes. Um, the next question is, what do I do if I go through my boyfriend's phone and find he has the Feet Finder app? Uh, I'm not familiar with Feet Finder. I've got the, the hot seat on this one. I'm, I don't know Feet Finder, uh, but I'm assuming it's a dating app for people who like to look at feet. I guess so. A, a foot yeah, it, fetish. It, it, I don't know. It, it depends if, if, if it's for meeting people and if you're not in an open relationship or if it's just something to look at. Uh, foot porn. Am I coming through a little too loud? Sorry about that. No. Uh, if it, if it's just to look at foot porn, you know, it's just as long as it is ethical porn, then then I don't see the problem. If it is actually to meet and hook up with other foot fetishes, then if you are monogamous, you might want to have asked them about that. Uh, I think actually the bigger breach of trust is the fact that you're going through your boyfriend's phone. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That that was going to yep. be my question. Yeah. Hiya. I think straight up any violation of boundaries is wrong. So if they're violating your boundaries, um, that's bad. But <laughs> you're also probably violating their boundaries too right now by going through their phone. So I think... That means that uh, there needs to be a little bit more communication. Dude. Why? Why I are you going through their phone? Unless, I mean, you're you're allowed <laughs> to go through their phone. I mean, mm -hmm. my partner and I, I'm allowed to go through his phone, but I'm not going to do it because, I mean, nah. But yeah, no, not going through people's phone is not a is a good is a good ethical thing to do. <laughs> There we are. We have it. Uh, I think most people are coming down harder on the fact you're going through your boyfriend's phone than uh, than we're not going to definitely we're not the type of people to shame people for a, a foot fetish. No, I. You know what? There is there's there was a famous story a, a number of years ago, and this this one is problematic. There was a, a person in the Canadian comedy scene who was did fairly well. Uh, and was sort of at the, the the top rung of the middle of the fame specter, spectrum for Canadian comedians, somebody who could headline across the country. Okay. And they were using that to uh, send requests to other Canadian comedians saying, look, I'm in a scavenger hunt and I need a pitcher of feet. And then they would also do other ones. Uh, they do other lies to get people to send them feet pictures. And then it came out that he was a foot fetishist. And he was lying to people to get pictures of their feet and get them to do things with their feet. Allegedly as auditions 
for his projects or to uh or or for various lies that they they would do to do that and then he got called out on it uh and he has since apologized gone into therapy and then uh but he came out with a, a new album i think it was last year called undefeated but he he spelled feet <laughs> f-e like not f-e-a-t but f-e-e-t uh, i i believe in rehabilitation i truly do if but not that we, type of rehabilitation need, yeah that doesn't sound like a a, a true sorry if he's gone I mean, on to do that and like on the French side, we have like the story of Marie-Pierre Marais. I don't know if you've heard about it on the English one, on the English side. I think so. So basically, for those who don't, who didn't know, Marie-Pierre Marais was a up-and-coming French, uh, French-Canadian actress, a French-Quebecois actress that did a lot of shows. That was very, very popular. And then what happened is that we had a singer that's called Safia Nolin. Um, she's amazing, by the way. If you guys ever want to listen to to French, uh, to French Quebec music, it's not always that great, but when it does, it's really amazing. She's one of them, and she did an Instagram post saying that she had uh assaulted her like she had bit her she had bit her thigh and she made some very racist and very sexist comments and uh it blew up she apologized and then a lot of it, it was kind of like a, a pandora's box of all the wrongdoings that she did so she kind of went off the radar for like a good half a year i guess and then right now she's coming back saying that she has quote unquote changed it's not her it was uh she's she is afflicted with the uh addiction uh illness and she's okay and she wants to go back uh doing what she loves and she should have a second chance note that she should have a second chance not we should try and give her a second chance and uh, that's why she was again booked on other gigs and while all of that was happening all the other victims came forward and be like well i've asked agents not to work with her so they're literally having less have less opportunities because of her because they don't want to be subjected to her abuse um kind of like your dude that decided to do a video afterwards and i feel that yes you do have a second chance it's i mean it's okay to fuck up but i feel that your second chance shouldn't be where you made your mistake i mean if a teacher decided to do something wrong and he paid his crimes he pays his dues and he wants to have a second chance he wouldn't be allowed to go back into school same thing with a coach um if you're an accountant and you do a crime revolving money you're not allowed to go back in places where you deal with money but you're still allowed to redo and have a second chance elsewhere so I don't know. I feel that's wrong for him to do an album after what he did, even though he apologized. Yep. No, that that's that's the thing. Uh, and uh, oh shoot, there was something you mentioned there. Oh, uh, other kind of big news in the past month. Uh, Seth mm -hmm. Rogen says he's not going to work with uh, uh, James Franco anymore. Yeah. Wow. Because of the fact that James Franco has. A problematic history uh and uh even though he considers franco a friend he doesn't he he thinks that he needs to get things worked out before seth rogan is willing to work with him again hmm. it is it is a good thing i mean 
have people I don't I don't want to say have people afraid again, but I mean let's let's face the consequences for your action and real consequences. Is it's that if you fuck up that much. I mean, I think Franco assaulted a few actresses <laughs> like in the past. Like okay. and yeah, no, he's not he's not uh he's not he's not I, he's I not know that he's he's sent bad Instagram stuff and sliding into people's DMs. Uh, I know a minor I'm sure of yeah yeah but I know he assaulted a few people that's what I understood I don't, I, I would have to check right. the if he's assaulted he should have been charged but that's yeah but I think he pulled a Roman Polanski or something like that but another Jeff problematic artist uh well uh, not necessarily that because I mean if he goes back if Polanski goes back to the states he wouldn't be prosecuted by the way no no why not <laughs> there is a time the when he oh, left. Right he was supposed to be but the thing is the charge were still pressed but after a while if you cannot have uh just in fair trial the charges are dropped i love I've... the law i know all right we're time for the next question talking about the law by the way anyone that's watching i'm watching looking at how many people are watching and how many people have pressed like and it's it's less than a third so pre please press like on whatever platform you that you're liking watching. us. God damn it. And feel free to ask <laughs> your questions in the chat or say hello or tell us what you're drinking. Mm -hmm. uh, and our next question that we have here, have you ever dated someone during a gender transition and would you consider it is the question. And the first person in the hot seat is, of course, Miss Kiki Karma. Um, I'm going to say I don't know simply because I have not been in that situation. Um, and it's not because I, I don't see myself necessarily as trans. Is it problematic? Yes, of course, because it's not a definite yes, but it's not a definite no either. It's just that there are so many factors that needs to be involved uh, and to take under consideration that I couldn't necessarily have an answer to give. Would I consider it? Well, yeah, depending on the person, but it hasn't happened so i can't say yes or no but, uh, which i think is an honest answer and very similar to my own i it, it depends on the person I, i'm i'm attracted to people not genders i mean i i do skew more towards being attracted to to feminine people uh and so again it depends on the person uh i do not rule it out just because they are transitioning mm. kaya i mean absolutely I mean, it isn't the same. I've been with non, I haven't been with anyone who's transitioning, but I've been with non-binary people a lot. I'm also non-binary, so that's another thing. Um, and I I don't see why it would stop me. I'm attracted to everyone. So. Yeah, but I, I think, and I, I know it's shallow and I completely, I know that I need to unpack that, but it's just that I, yes, I'm bisexual. I am part of the old school where like you are, you're not pan, like the pan word wasn't a thing back when I was exploring my sexuality. I call myself bi too. I'm a bi I'm attracted person. to all gender. Yeah, but yeah. I uh, there's this biphobia-ish thingy about saying that I'm transphobic because I'd rather describe myself as bi more than pan. And I'm like, no, because I've been describing myself as bi all my life for fuck's sake. Can I? Anyways, uh, that's another that's another topic. It's just that when I I know and I think that I'm gonna have something to eat. Well, something to lick. <laughs> it's kind of a surprise when I see in reality it's not a kitty, it's a hot dog. 
And it's not that I don't like a hot dog. I like a hot dog. But if I was expecting a pussy, I, I, I think <laughs> I was though, expecting by the time a cat, you get to that like, point, the discussion should have happened. Exactly. But that's why I'm like, I don't know, because I know that some of them don't necessarily want to disclose until it's time. So that's why I that's why I'm I don't know how I'm gonna react. But I'm curious as to why situation. Right. <laughs> I don't. Um. I. I would see it as a, and it's very selfish. But I would see it kind of like something that I did wrong. If you don't feel comfortable enough to tell me before doing the act, mm -hmm. um, then yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I must have done wrong because I mean I feel that I'm a pretty much safe person, and if you didn't want to disclose until it, like I rip your clothes off and you're ripping my clothes off. Clearly, there is a problem. Something got lost in translation versus like having that conversation before it happened. See what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to react. I don't know if I'm able to do that. It's just, I'm expecting to eat <laughs> animal. I'm not going to eat a hot dog. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll t I like surprises. Let's, I'll take what I can get, you know? <laughs> beggars can be choosers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I'm not a beggar. I have a lot of choices. I am not a beggar, so that's good. <laughs> no, no. If, 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 if you're with somebody who turns you on, right, uh, uh, and there's definitely a mutual attraction thing happening, like, what would. It wouldn't be a turn I, I think off. of the fact that it, yeah, the, 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 you're you're saying that the fact that it wasn't disclosed beforehand yeah. would be the hiccup, uh, uh, and yeah, it's like and again, I don't think it would be a turn off ish, but it Maybe, would definitely be yeah. an awkward situation where I'd be like, and I don't know how I would react. I don't think I'd be angry. I think I'd be more like, well. Should I have known, I would have put a tongue ring, perhaps, <laughs> but or not. But yeah, I, I had a very interesting discussion, uh, thanks to a dating app, a while ago. It might have been OK Cupid, uh, with uh, uh, somebody who was transitioning uh, to a man, and they had the top surgery was done. They they appeared fairly masculine, but. They they approached me via this app, and, and we had the discussion, and they were definitely interesting. But um, you know, distance I think at that point was an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, no, there there was something there. Mm -hmm. I, I I would you know if it came to dating them, I would probably date them. Probably confuse the fuck out of people. Yeah. Bit. But that's funny. <laughs> I like confusing people. I just don't like to be confused. <laughs> Ish. 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 I like being confused, but not necessarily mm. when I don't expect it. <laughs> There's weird things too that the hormones do to to people who are in the process of transitioning. It's a it's medical. It's part of the the process. I'm not trying to shame mm -hmm. when I say that, but it does change the body as well yeah i mean it's to be expected and i mean it's it's part of it part of adapting to the body that they feel they should have been born with mm -hmm. that they they deserve i don't know i just don't see why i would care because I, i'm attracted to all 
people of all genders. So I'm oh. like, why would I care someone's trans? Like for me personally, I'm just like, okay. Well, oh no, I mean, let's say let's variety. say the person let's say the person discloses. I w- I'm like, yay, okay. I, I'm I, I'm actually unfortunately gonna be like, okay, well, what's in your pants? Okay, cool, that's great, and I keep pushing because I I don't know. That's just how I am, but when i am in a mindset of dating a woman my mindset is completely different than being with a guy and it's and it's not how they look more of what's in their pants because i feel that i'm more of i'm more of a submissive person when it comes to um someone with a vagina mm-hmm. so if i come in with a dom energy and you have a vagina my like the brain does like <laughs> and i don't understand what's going on <laughs> But even yeah, so 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 uh, a mask presenting uh, yeah. person who's trans transitioning to be a man, the top surgery's done, all that, then you feel like being more of a top, and then you find out, or more of a dominant, and then you find out, like it, 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 it it'll sort of flip a couple of switches in your head and have you more confused. Exactly, there is something such as sub or dumb space, and mm-hmm. when something that is unexpected happens in those spaces where it confronts that space, it's not fun. It's and then I think that's the only way I'm able to say it because it happened I think once or twice, and I'm like I don't like that feeling where I'm supposed to come in as a dom or I'm supposed to come in as a sub, and then I'm supposed to switch, but I'm not switching because. I consciously, I I do that as a conscious thing. I do it because it's kind of like unconscious. It's weird. It's a very weird mindset, but that's that's how my mindset works. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if the person transitioning, how I'm going to react. But I'm completely close to it. It's just, mm-hmm. I, need, I need foreplay. <laughs> At this time, I just noticed we are out of questions. Uh, if somebody wants to ask a question very quickly, we will get to it in the chat. If you care to uh, support the channel, uh, you can support the channel by going to the link tree down below. Link tree, so linktr.ee slash polash. Everything that you donate in the next 24 hours will be uh, divided among the three performers you're seeing on screen here and now. Uh, there is to go into to a couple oops hold on no, I should leave that down there um we don't know if 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 it's gone into overtime if the game has ended yet or not we haven't heard from some of our regulars this isn't hasn't been the regular week so obviously uh day of the week so obviously I will be having these two performers back uh again in short time uh but next Wednesday it's going to be Winona J Fox ooh and uh, oh, let me just double check who will be with Winona. Uh, Wendy Bonbons. Oh, nice. Wendy Bonbons is going to be joining us from Newfoundland. Uh, and so we'll have those two. Both producers as well as burlesque performers will be joining us at this time. So please make sure you've hit the like button. Make sure that you have hit subscribe on uh, the YouTube channel. And... Um, is there any any thoughts or any questions that you would like to address or any knowledge you want to drop at this point or add to the discussion uh, before we're gone? Because we've only been at this for a little bit over 95 minutes, not the usual 120. Now that things are reopening, 
and COVID thirst will be more than real and it will change into fever. <laughs> it's been more real for a fucking long time already. You know, please, you don't realize that. please, 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 please use protection. Yes. Like <laughs> a baby boom. That's just what this planet needs. Because, oh, because the streets will be calling our names. We're going to go to the streets this summer. <laughs> so please use protection <laughs> and get vaccinated. Yes. yes. Protect your lungs and your cooch. Yes. And your love rod. Since, since you call it a cooch, I think I should use love rod. Is that, I don't know. Is it a, a catch? No, no. Uh, there's a cooch. What, what, what is the equivalent to cooch? Um, I, I like the word brush. <laughs> the brush. Right. Brush. So if you're like doing when a you want to painting, brush. Yeah, exactly. When you brush someone and when you're actually very happy of brushing that person, you actually have paint squirting. <laughs> isn't it gauche? Isn't that the white paint is? Gouache. 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 All right. Not gauche. It's, it's, a UA, it's UA, not AU. Right. It's OA. OA? J-O-A-C-H-E. <laughs> I'm not a real artist. Uh depends on the art that you use. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, so if you're out there painting, uh, please you know, <laughs> use protection. Uh, you know, and, and, and go ahead, go full on Rob Ross. And, or is it Bob? Rob, Rob, Rob Ross? Bob, Bob, Bob Ross. Just, just, you know, paint a couple happy trees. Just uh, paint. a bit of hardwood. And make someone and, and make someone decide to do a lake. <laughs> mm. Leaving it pooled up. Um, yes. Well, all right. Since uh, I don't have a fan here and I'm getting a little hot under the collar, uh, we're, we, th there's been no new questions that are in here. Uh, Evelyn has been calling for overtime. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, there's no new questions on the Slido at this point in time. I want to thank, uh, my fantastic guests, the wonderful, the wonderful, the fantastic real dot Kaya dot Coco on Instagram, <laughs> Kaya Coco and the fantastic miss dot kinky karma, all one word on Instagram as well. I've <laughs> been the love doctor and I will continue to be the love doctor. I don't know why I put myself in past tense. Uh, I was. <laughs> I did. I, did. I called myself. I was. You the love was. Doctor. You are, and you will be. <laughs> oh, that just made it sound like I'm eternal, and I'm. I'm not. I know Marvel's coming out with that movie, but I'm not Marvel's in the cast. Coming, Marvel's coming out with Loki. I cannot wait. June 9th is it? Because they're, they're doing it. They're not doing it on Fridays. Uh, they're nope. going to be doing it on a Wednesday. Wednesdays. Cannot wait. Like there's this TikTokers that I'm seeing and I cannot wait to see her TikToks about that. <laughs> uh, we, we've got uh, Denny yeah. Leger is saying thanks all. Thank you. Thank Denny, you. Stay tuned in uh, for the show. Uh, I'm the Love Doctor. This is the Love Doctor live stream. Tune in next Wednesday at 9 p.m. as I'll be here with Wendy Bonbons and Miss Kaya Coco. Miss Kaya Coco. Yeah, Winona. <laughs> Winona J. Fox uh, at that time. Uh, I, I think it was the blowing of the kisses that, that confused me. Thank you very mm -hmm. much, Kaya. It's, and You're also it was the blend. It was Ms. Kaya Coco. Just uh, Ms. Kiki Karma and Kaya Coco. Ms. Kaya Coco. Thank you very much. 
It's it's all those K's. I'm confused by the K's. I'm Too many K's. K's. Too many K's. Remember, I love you all. Good night. <laughs> if you like this episode, please make sure that you hit like and subscribe and check out the back catalogue that is in the library.